I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Dirt on Flowers. Why do I get the ick when I hear my voice on the intro? I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. Do you get the ick when you hear your voice? Or like, no. do you have you ever started the podcast and been like on oh, accident and been like jarred from hearing? Yes. Your own? <laughs> yeah, I'll be in. The, I've been in the car with Sean, and it'll like he's playing a podcast, and then like yeah. ours comes on, and I'm like. Okay, we don't have to listen <laughs> We're to good. it. It's fine. Just turn it off. Yes. But I don't like I don't know. I think I'm used to it now cuz I listen yeah. for the edits and I'm yes. used to to it's hearing like it and these body ex- experience. You're like, oh. is that me? It is me. <laughs> People say they can't hear they can't tell us apart. They've really? I've gotten okay, that, that comment shocks a lot. Me. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. I think if you know us in real life, like yeah, you could differentiate a little easier, but oh, that's funny. Yeah, I have a little more twang. My um, your Appalachias, uh, it comes out. It's creeping. It does. So I, uh, my niece was in for Christmas, like Aww. over, and uh, yeah. she, so she has she builds like Lego sets and stuff. And my mm-hmm. sister was saying that when she uses my, uh, there's a little Lego that looks sort of like a grandpa so she calls my dad papa uh-huh. and she does like a hillbilly accent you know she like gets some twang when she plays his part and um oh, that's adorable she's really funny she has my sister's sense of humor and somebody had fixed me meatballs for, mm-hmm. had given me food you know and yeah. so I had these and I was like oh this I wanted to share with my family and so yeah. I, we fixed it around Christmas time and <laughs> I, I told everybody I said like two or three times because, you know, nobody was listening. And I was like, you guys, everybody, just so you know, you get two meatballs, two, that's all you get, mm-hmm. two meatballs. And my niece Rowan is in the other room and I hear her go, two meatballs, two meatballs. That's where everybody gets. And I'm laughing like, so hard. Oh my and Charles, my I sister, like? I was like, is that seriously what I sound like? And my sister's like, well, to her, you know, she didn't grow up here. She grew up in Oregon. So, oh yeah. My God, that's so, funny. Two meatballs. two meatballs. And she kept saying it like, everybody, you get two. I was like, oh, well, what are you, why are you rationing out people's meatballs? Well, because I wanted everybody to make sure that they all had it, you know? And so anyway. <laughs> that's adorable. So, yeah, it was really cute. But she, she does that. She'll kind of like pull out. She, uh, Sean said blueberry one time. Mm-hmm. And so she thought it sounded like he had twang and put a P in it. So it was blueberry. You got a blueberry. So that's what she says. They got him a uh, blueberry Christmas ornament because they've like, oh, ripped on him God, so hard. So funny. <laughs> yeah. My sister said a blueberry ornament's much cuter than a meatball ornament. So yeah. <laughs> like, that's so but, cute. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make it or, through the cold snap? Did. Survived yeah. the cold snap. Too. It was, I mean, I don't know if the plants survived, but I mean, I did. <laughs> we did. We we still have we still have snow yeah, up, like where we're at. So it's starting starting to fade. I'm like kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I did go out every day and go for walks. Feels good to see your face because the reality <laughs> is I had um I actually had surgery at the end of the year. So I'm we we made it look like magic. Like I was still I part of it. We did Oof. so good. I know. Shannon's we been handling that. the social. I've taken <laughs> over a month off of work. So I'm very happy to be back, but healing and doing well. But the snow, I love it so much. I just, I didn't get to go like sled riding, which is, I know I do it by myself. Like I literally love going sled riding. Why? Tell me. (laughs) I just, I just hate it. I just, it's not fun. Wait, you don't like walking up the hill. You don't like, you're scared going down. I don't know if as a mom, I'm like, now I hate sled riding because it's like, especially when they're very little, there's, if there's other moms out here, like you totally know what I'm saying. It's like bundling everybody up and getting, <laughs> getting everybody's hot and sweating, but you're still <laughs> the extra layer on and you, you finally get them outside. And we're like, yay, we made it. Then everybody's cold. 
<laughs> like but then we want to go inside and then we're stripping off all the clothes and the whole you know now that yeah. my kids are older I enjoy it like a tidge more yeah but like I'm happy to be on hot chocolate duty yeah and let everybody else go have fun and I just stay inside in the warm <laughs> see I just let right by yourself yeah oh my gosh 100% I will like, call a friend I'm like does anybody want to go so last <laughs> Two, no, it was two years ago because we didn't. Our last year was really warm. It wasn't last winter; it was the winter before. I texted Emily and Elizabeth, who worked mm-hmm. for me, and I was like, "Do you guys want to come over and like sled ride?" And they're like, "Yeah." So we had like 14 <laughs> inches of snow or 13 inches of snow, and I, my dad gets the side by side, hauls okay. us back up the hill, yes. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, my mom, my mom is on hot chocolate duty. I get that yeah. part, but I, <laughs> there's just something about snow to me, and I'll also January, just the month of January yeah. is think about, you know, some people just don't like winter in general because it's Mm -hmm. so gray, but I really think it's like a, how you look at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, I have excitement for it because it's, it's our off season. We're slower. We get to do things at a, at a slower pace. We don't have Mm -hmm. customers on our property. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I, that now make me enjoy it, but I also have always loved the seasonality of our business where we like sort of get this calm and then life just like ramps up again and the, the yeah. warmer weather. So I sort of cherish it in that way, but Me too. I've just always been a snow. Yeah. S- snow. I always as a kid just outside yeah. in it. And so it, if it snows in nine o'clock at night, I put boots and a coat on and go outside and walk, go for a walk. <laughs> like it's a, it's something about it is really energizing. It is calm. And, it's calm when you're out. There's yes. like a certain like serenity to it when you, it's yes. like restorative in a weird way. Okay. I, I, I do, I do get that. And when we were getting the kids down to the bus stop this morning and Judd's like, Hey, give me this 20 degrees and the sparkling snow, you know, because right now it's like everything has a blanket of snow on it. Yep. And the roads are great, like all that's, you know, like melted off, but there's still like the sparkle when you look across the, and Judd's like, just, I'll take this 20, the 20 degrees and the perfect snow any day. So yeah, we, we like the, we like the snow too. That's a good way to look at it. Cause I never really thought about the, the recharge or the, you know, that, that part of it. Like when you go outside when it's snowing, it's like, you could hear a pin drop. It's like Mm -hmm. so quiet. Mm-hmm. Just cool. And the most of our life is not like that. So I think exactly. that is probably why it's like, okay, yeah. you know, Somebody's very, everything yakking. looks clean and pretty. And you know. yeah. now yeah. this week it's going to be 40 and raining. So we're going to have mud. <laughs> it's going to be back to that. I know. Does Hadley come in covered in oh, mud? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I know. It's the worst part of the, the freaking dogs. I know. Always. <laughs> yeah. She's a goes after a stick and she's in the mud. What she loves is the compost pile. She loves to run up on top of it because she feels like the alpha, you know, and then rolls in it. And she's just, she's very ornery. So yeah, mud city. Yes. We're talking a little bit today about high tunnels, which, you know, is like the winter management. And that, maybe that's why some of you hate winters because you're just a nervous wreck managing your high tunnels, which I've been there. I get nervous every, every once in a while too. But so... This has been, wouldn't you say this was a highly requested episode? Oh, yeah. Every time we yeah. talk about high tunnels, we get, if we mention high tunnel on a podcast, mm-hmm. that follow-up dirt, spill the dirt on sat- Sunday, somebody's bringing up the high tunnel question. And so yes. we've been saying like, we need to do a high tunnel series or episode or something. So yes, yeah, here you are. So even if you're not in having a high tunnel, this is mm-hmm. valuable information for something for you to consider. Do you want one? Like, yeah. And that's kind of where we're starting you know, is in the do you want phase because it is, it does bring like a different level into your business. The truth is the pros and cons of everything. Pros are it, it provides you season extension, which is incredibly valuable for lots of different reasons, but also it's a completely different environment to manage. So it's like you've just, just when you think you've gotten your field flowers like down and you've got all this confidence and you're like, you know, walking through some swag through your flower fields thinking you've got it, you add a high tunnel and then you figure out that this is a whole new adventure, really. Um, so, you know, first, like just, you know, it has different crop management strategies, weed management, sales, pricing, all of it looks different if it's under that tunnel. So this past, I think Saturday, Friday or Saturday, I put out a, a question box at, on at on our Instagram account at Dirt on Flowers. And we asked you your big, biggest high tunnel questions. And we were like, inundated. 
so really i didn't oh see gosh. i didn't see it. a lot of questions i mean amazing okay ones. you guys definitely you all delivered so thank you that really is like such an amazing portal like for us to just have ideas and know what it is you guys want to hear from us and you guys gave me so many good ideas about what you guys want to hear in regards to the high tunnel so really this episode and the next one, because this is going to be a two-part series, are really shaped by your guys' questions, and it, it's going to be good. Do you remember when you first got your high tunnel? I do. So it's <laughs> – I I think mine was my second year. You mine was I did. Too. Yeah. I got mine my – yeah, I got mine in my second year. My – I think I've shared this before on here, but I was uh, going through Columbus, and I think I was headed to Cincinnati, and I got a call – I think I was going to see my friend Tracy and I got a call from Dave at the NRCS to tell me that I was approved for the grant. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was crying. I'm like on oh. 270. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, <laughs> you feel like you won the lottery yes. they, because you, you do, did. you yes. know, they're oh, giving you money. And I was just like, I had no part of me thought that that was actually going to work. So I got approved for a grant and I remember knowing, like, I knew some of the reasons that I wanted to get it. I wanted to be able to grow, you know, flowers sooner Mm -hmm. and have them sooner in the season. There were some of those things, but I really didn't even know if I was ready at that point to have like a high, you know, to actually have a high tunnel. I just, I sort of am a fire ready aim (laughs) girl sometimes. So we went for it. Um, And I think everything is... I operate under the, like everything I can figure everything out. Yeah. Like I can do whatever you put in front of me. Like I, this, it's sort of this delusional confidence sometimes <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, we'll figure this out. You know, it makes Sean actually really nervous because he's an engineer. Yeah. So he plan pre plans everything. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't Let's know, we'll figure it out. And that's kind of how I went with the high tunnel. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, this is, I can handle this. We'll figure this out. But yeah, I, I did. I got my second year. Um, and I got it at the end of my second year. So I was approved for the grant, I think in the spring and then it got installed in October and then got everything ready. How about you? Is that when you got yours? Yeah. That was kind of like our timeline too. And we got ours through the NRCS. So we would have got, yeah. Cause the approvals happen in the spring. Yeah. What about your Craigslist one? Oh God. Where was that two? Was that your second one? Or was that, did you get it first? I got that. We got that in the winter of our first, after our first season, because we grew Lysianthus in that tunnel. Oh, the second Yeah, the Craigslist tunnel. Oh, my gosh. I know. We got to take that thing out. How are we going to do that without Judd knowing? Does he listen? Does Judd listen? Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Now, if you've been to the farm, I have three beautiful tunnels, and then my one (laughs) redheaded, sorry, stepchild. (laughs) (laughs) The stupid pregnant. redheads, us redheads, really, yeah, get we rap. have souls. We just get a bad rap. <laughs> anyway, yeah. keep going. And, um, so we got that on Craigslist. It was, and we'll talk about this, but it was, you know, take it down yourself and then you put it back up. So really the, the plastic was worth nothing. We paid 500 bucks. So we basically okay. paid for the rails, the, whatever you call the, yeah, the, the trusses of the greenhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of like a canopy style. What's what's the rounded? Oh, now, now I can't think of it. It's just a round. Yeah, just like the round it's tunnel. Round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really suited for snow. So like our other tunnels are gothic, so that sheds the snow. This tunnel, it, you know, it it didn't have roll-up sides. It All the things that we didn't know. We just didn't know mm-hmm. that we needed it. So we just know that we wanted – and it, it grew Lizzie great, okay? So I'm not saying that the $500 Craigslist tunnel, it, it wouldn't work. Is Craigslist still around? <laughs> I don't know. It got real sketchy <laughs> for a while. There was like human trafficking and like all yeah. – it got yeah. it got really like you were going to get murdered if you were yes. on Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. So I think um, I think we can replace that with Facebook Marketplace now. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're getting a tunnel on Facebook Marketplace and you're just starting out, like I, we still grew beautiful Lysianthus in it. Was it perfect? Mm-hmm. It was actually completely imperfect. Everything about it was wrong. And it was like marital strife and strain getting, <laughs> getting that thing up. But we did it. And hey, it's still surviving. It's still yeah. – it has like makeshift – or it's just completely makeshift. You know, we replace the plastic on it every couple years because it's like – it's not held down in very many areas from wiggle wire. It's just, it's a hot mess. 
is. But you could probably sell it right now with inflation on P- Facebook Marketplace for like a thousand dollars. I should but probably make money on that. I should. Anybody want a high tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> you aren't selling it real well. I don't know that this is the platform that you need to do that on, but maybe try Facebook Marketplace yes. where you they haven't heard you yes. shit talk it. But <laughs> but it's got purlins, it's yes. got in walls, it has ribs yep. and yeah, baseboard. You've got yeah, it's got everything. Yeah. So, you know, just I hope you get like a little encouragement out of that, that it does not have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a 130 foot tunnel, you know, doesn't have to be massive. Our first tunnels were from the NRCS were 72 or yours was 90. Was your first 30 by 96 96, was my first. I think ours Mm -hmm. was the first one was 30 by 72. So, and really I was just getting whatever size that money would cover you know, the biggest size I could get mm-hmm. for that money. I didn't put any additional money yeah. into it. So that's kind of like the stories of our first tunnels. And the and the thing is, is like I have in the notes here is like how we knew we were ready. It We didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I, know. I just, we both said that. I like, I saw that on the, on the template and I was like, oh, I don't even think I, I'm not sure I thought I was, I but we were not. <laughs> I went for yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that there's something to be said with a little delusional confidence. It's part of that grit mm-hmm. factor, you know, yep. having some faith in yourself and knowing that we can figure out anything. This is not rocket science. Lots of people yep. have done it before us and we can figure it out. So, you know, you don't have to be 100%, you know, that you're ready, right? I mean, Yeah, no, not at all. And I think, honestly, I think that delusional confidence mm-hmm. comes in some people's personalities. There's some people listening yeah. like, oh my God, like no mm-hmm. way, right? We're all so different. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think, I do think some of it is your, like your upbringing. I think some of it's even your birth. Are you first born? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think there's something, there's also like something with the oldest. There's so like, even if you're feeling in this, like, oh, this doesn't even feel right. We actually are going to be talking at some point about getting out of our comfort zones, Mm -hmm. but this is like a really good opportunity for you. Like if you're like on the fence about it for you to just step into that, like uncomfortable spot, because that's where you're going to grow because you are going to figure it out. You know, even if you don't feel ready, I think a high tunnel, but you're financially able Mm -hmm. and a place to able to do it, it's going to be a different differentiator for your business. You're going to be able to have flowers sooner. You're going to have flowers later in the season. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn a whole different style of growing. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things that it's kind of levels you up in a way with having any type of tunnel, whether it's your you know, Facebook marketplace tunnel, Mm -hmm. it's Shannon's (laughs) or you, you know, you get an NRCS grant, which we are going to be having an episode talking about NRCS Mm -hmm. and and that grant application process. We're going to have that for you guys. I I definitely don't regret it. No, you know, I just keep it. I just keep adding them now. I know. And I, I like knew that the business was going in that direction. I think like if you're listening to your customers and you're like, okay, like I'm doing so good, but I'm feeling like I'm only providing like just those summer annuals and like maybe some late spring stuff and my customers want more. Well, this is a really valuable way for you to provide them premium crops. Mm-hmm. Again, and we talk about this a lot, but you know, premium crops create a higher dollar. There's more risk, there's more reward. And all of that applies to growing in the tunnel too. So it can really provide a lot. And I think as flower farmers, we can grow a lot in a tunnel, in a sm- in a seventy two. I just think about how big that felt when I first yeah. got it. You can crank a lot of flowers out of a tunnel. Yes, you can. You know, so don't underestimate the amount the amount of crops that can be grown and the amount of money that can be made out of out of a small like seventy two ninety six foot tunnel. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot. Yep. Before we bump mm-hmm. into this, it just makes me. We were talking about delusional confidence. <laughs> My niece, yes. Right. Well, I was just, she's getting talked a lot, a lot about here. Um, I remember she was little, she has it. Like she has had it since she was born. <laughs> and I remember she said to Chelsea, my sister one time, she said, like, I can fly an airplane, right? <laughs> like she was just like, she had been in airplanes yeah. and has traveled a lot. And I just think it's always stuck <laughs> with me where you're like, take that energy into the world because yes, you probably could. That's the scary part. Like, you know, she's like very confident herself and she's like, she can do anything, whatever. I mean, yeah, she was like knitting, like learning to knit like five. But anyway, just that, like that confidence in it. You're like, okay, like some people are born like with it. And I'm like, I hope the world never sucks that energy out of you. So channel some of that, like 
be a little fire ready aim sometimes because it, it does it does benefit you in, does. in a business because I think we've done that with multiple things, nope. many things in the yes. businesses that yeah. I feel like has given you given us an edge on sure. it because it's risk. Yeah. You know? I mean, even the, this podcast <laughs> for sure was a little fire ready aim. For sure. <laughs> We getting it. We doing it. We're going to be celebrating our 100th episode soon. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So there's there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that we we're, we do the same. We're going through the same thoughts. We have the same fears. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that you guys are, you know, we're dealing with the same yeah, thing. We just absolutely happen to have a, a mic up to our mouth. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk about like what kind of tunnel we've kind of dabbled in this a little bit, but like what kind, what tunnels are out there? What are the options? What's right for you? There are a lot of really inexpensive mm-hmm. tunnels out there now that are options that you can get that are just round, you know, round tunnels. Mm-hmm. So there's Farmer's Friend sells kits that you can get that I think are very affordable. I haven't looked at them. Me either. I know Daniel, when we interviewed him, Daniel from Pedal Pickers, he has like eight Farmer's Friend tunnels. Yeah. He's got, he's got quite a few. And I, they're, I know that they're like, they're very easy to put up. You know, they send you all, you know, the whole kit with everything's included and they, I, I have not looked into it as far as, I think they even sell Gothic mm-hmm. style tunnels now too. Yeah. They sell like, you know, we're not even talking low tunnels now. We're talking like caterpillar tunnels that are, you know, is like a, is like a hoop house mm-hmm. itself, like the classic, the classic size. Mm-hmm. But those you can get like 14 by 25, you can get 16 by a hundred. Like there's all the different sizes, like whatever would fit for you. And I think a lot of those places, some people even just like tear those things down and move them around. Yeah, they're. I think the farmer's friend ones are kind of like what's referred to as semi-permanent. I mean, they're like they're mm-hmm. they're not permanent tunnels. Like they can be moved, and they're kind of like the DIYers. The idea is that you're putting it up, um, so it's like a whole kit that's kind of ready to go. And I think a lot of people have a lot of success with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's like if you. Also, it could be a space issue. Like, you know, a lot of you could be like, I don't have a 30 by 96 space yeah. that I could use it. But, you know, you could find a space that would be, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in that like, you know, 14, even 14 by 25 or 14 by 50 or whatever mm-hmm. your space might be. You could definitely find that to have a row yeah. to give you ranunculus. And then you find it and you're like, oh, yeah, this is this works great. And then maybe you decide to level mm-hmm. up and do something that's like, you know, more what you could call permanent structure. You know, what we have, you know, our true high tunnels or hoop houses, however, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call them. We, I know you've got your regular round. I have all Gothic style. That's what mine are. Um, I, with mine, I go full out. I do the electric. I do the fans. I have polycarbonate in walls on mine. And those are all upgrades. So you can you can do high tunnels are like customizing a house. You can do things like very basic or you can do premium upgrades for them. There really are so many options. And I didn't realize that even when I started with my mm-hmm. first tunnel. When I got my first tunnel, I did the polycarbonate in walls, but when it got installed, I have four foot sidewalls on that tunnel. So Normally, like you have six foot sidewalls. I think so. On yours, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So this the difference between a four and a six foot is obviously two feet, but <laughs> it is a lot of things. It's ventilation. Yeah. So that that house, that first you know OG house that we have, is it heats up mm-hmm. a lot. I actually just had to upgrade the fans in it because it is. It just does everything in there. The the fans kick on, the vents, it gets way hotter in that tunnel. So then we get more powdery mildew, you get all those sort of things. So those were one of the things to consider was like, what kind of upgrades do you want? And we could spend a whole episode on just looking at the upgrades. So asking, you know, who's going to install it for you, where you're going to purchase it from, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to know all that information to talk to you about. Do you need it? Do you not need it? You know, you're going to have your own personal opinion and things that work for that. But those high tunnels give you, you know, you technically can have four seasons of growing in there 
if you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, we do, we have something in our high tunnels all the mm-hmm. time. There's always crop rotation in there. So. And also like if you're feeling like you want a high tunnel, but you're like not trusting in yourself, you know, the kind of like low caterpillar tunnels, like the real small ones. Like I remember we were doing, when did Tracy do the demonstration at Ohio Flower Farmers meeting? Yeah, that was at the Seacrest Arboretum. Yes. Uh, Gosh, that was <laughs> a long time ago. 19 maybe? Yeah, was it? I- before pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. 18. Yeah. So, you know, there's like kits for the small caterpillar tunnel. So if you wanted to like dip your toe into what some kind of season extension would look like. Now there's a lot of work in management and building those caterpillar tunnels a hundred percent, you know, so you're kind of trading, you know, time for learning. Then you might feel if you're someone who has a lower risk tolerance, you might feel more comfortable that you kind of, okay, you understand when things are going to bloom and what you can do. Those caterpillar tunnels are, they're a little bit harder to regulate. So there's like pros and cons to anything that we do. But so then, yeah, moving into like a more permanent structure and then what, you know, heated, heated greenhouses. For me, being not from non-farming experience, I didn't even know that unheated structures like existed. I When I hear the word greenhouse, I just thought, oh, it has to be heated. But the heated greenhouse is a whole nother world than what we're talking about here. You know, Lindsay and I's particular experience is in unheated space. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. you can do a lot some unheated space. So I don't want you to feel the pressure to feel like it has to be heated. To me, that's the next level. If you want to be having flowers in January and February. For me, I'm not sure I want flowers in January, February, because I have other things to be doing. We have this, you know, that's a whole another consideration. So just like, just basic things like it doesn't have to have heat and you can do a lot without heat. So really, you're just kind of missing those those couple really harsh winter months. So if you kind of decided, so you're looking at your land, you figure out, I want one. The next step would be figuring out, and we get this question a lot, where? Like, where do you get a high tunnel? Once you've decided that you know that you want one, you kind of know the style that you want, you have your budget in mind. I'm trying to think when I got when I got our tunnels, how much did your tunnel cost when you got it from NRCS? Um, 10 or, 10 um, or 12000 Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I got a little over. So every, if you're listening to this, every state requirements, and I think even counties within the state are different. So some of the requirements and like also like what you can get approved for within a grant. But yeah, I have, I want to say I got like a little over 10 grand, but I also had to, our NRCS is tied direct with soil and water. Mm -hmm. So I had to put in drainage. So that was like part of it. I was required with every tunnel, I have to put in a drainage system, mm. which is like French drains mm-hmm. that have to go in around all of my tunnels. Yeah. It adds, it's actually, that's the part that I'm like my least yeah. favorite because we have to prep it before they come in. And oh, I, yeah. Yeah. It's really it's fun. So, uh, but yeah, I think it was like 10 something, 10, five or whatever. And that was for all the materials. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally, with the grant could get it and build it yourself. Yes. A lot of people do yeah. that. And we're going to we're going to talk about those mm-hmm. that here in a, in a minute, but I upgraded so I had more money in it and I will tell you I got a grant for my first one. I purchased my second one. I think it was like 15. Yeah. And then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. I got my third one which was under a grant mm-hmm. and the Grant money hadn't adjusted to COVID building (laughs) prices. So normally I was building 30 by 96 and I had to do 30 by 72 strictly for financial. Yeah. I, there was, yeah, I couldn't do it. It was like, I want to say the 30 by 72 went to like 16 or 17. I did like something in there. I was, it was much higher. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Same but budget you. wise, yeah, I would say like 10, between 10 and 12 on my first tunnel, second one, you know, it's going to creep up over time. And we're talking that's like 2016, mm-hmm. 2017 prices. A lot's changed since then. So like, and depending on how many upgrades you want and that kind of stuff, like we, Lindsay has like electric run to hers. And so she runs fans. I don't have any of that. We just kind of vent it with the sides and the doors and all that. So there's a lot of considerations that are going to go into price. I think if you're looking at a 72, a 30 by 72, a 30 by 90, expect with a few extra upgrades that we might recommend to you, 20, 
20,000. If you're getting it, yeah. If, we're, if we were doing and like upgrades up. and you're doing polycarbonate, yeah. they're installing it and you're doing yeah. a 120 foot tunnel, probably they're creeping on 20. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So just if you're thinking like a budget price, and obviously this is going to be variable depending on where you live and all that kind of stuff, but sure. just trying to give you kind of a basic idea because that is part of making the decision to do it is are, are you financially capable of doing it one of the questions in the on the in instagram was is it worth it is it worth it to take a loan out to buy a tunnel mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what to tell tell you on that yes i did yeah yeah i, so. I mean i did this on my second mm-hmm. one so and we're saying 20 you could get it for 10 yeah so i did a loan on my second mm-hmm. one i absolutely i knew so once my first season was you know, through with using that tunnel, mm-hmm. I was first my through my first spring, and I was like, "Oh, I have got to get a second yeah, tunnel because you're making bank so on your spring stuff." I was mm-hmm. made a lot of money, and I'm like, I, "This is a missed opportunity yeah. for me." And so it still is. Spring is still our best mm-hmm. season, hands down. That's and so I decided to purchase one. Ended up, you know, I got a loan for it, and it paid for its. Mm-hmm. I mean, it paid for itself in one yeah. year. There was yeah. without a doubt. And so, you know, we're looking – even now, we're still looking to add in another mm-hmm. one at this point um, just to maximize the, what we could do in the spring because yeah. I still feel like we have missed opportunity in, in the spring. spring. And I'm thinking, yeah. how do we get that? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I think, so I think it is mm-hmm. – if it, – it was for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess looking for you, can you – can you cover that payment? Mm-hmm. You know, you look at how, like, if you're okay with having some debt, I tend to steer away from it. But in an opportunity that I know it's going to make me money, yeah. it made a whole lot of sense to do. Yeah. And I know some of like the greenhouse mega places that you might order your high tunnel for, if you're going to put it up, a lot of them provide financing. Like there's a lot of opportunities, your farm, local farm credit. That's where when we extended our one tunnel, we got a loan through farm for farm credit or you can utilize an operating loan there's lots of different options there and there's a lot of agricultural loan options so i just you know mm-hmm. seek those out in your area if that's what you're looking for yeah line of credit is the other mm-hmm. thing too you can do line of credit with those things and like a lot of the the banks too you can do an, it as an equipment loan yeah. too they'll look at it from that standpoint mm-hmm. and we're talking about budget and what it could cost you might have the handiest husband 100%. on the planet yes. that says like, oh, I'll put that. that thing up yeah. and it saves you, you know, you get uh, some people to come over and put it mm-hmm. up and you you don't do polycarbonate, mm-hmm. you decide not to do electric, you don't do fans, mm-hmm. you don't do any of the fancy upgrades. You could probably do it for 10 yeah. depending on, the, you know, so. with the size. So just keeping those things in, into mind. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be such a valuable resource to you that you do want it done right ask me about my Craigslist tunnel. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I would just like take a lot of that into consideration when you're trying to decide, because I tell you what, and also your time, we talk about this all the time, t- trading time for money, that that's what that scenario is. Like if Judd and I were to put up a tunnel, it'd take us three weeks. But when mm-hmm. Yoder's Produce comes there, like here, and I swear it takes a half a day and I'm like, and it's beautiful, perfectly level ready to go. And for me, there's like a lot of reassurance in that too. So you decided you're procuring your tunnel. So the different ways you can go, obviously used, it's going to be cheaper. Also, you'll need to put it back together yourself and remember how it came down. So, you know, there to me, that's a higher risk, but the reward is, is that it's going to be cheaper and no, no hate on the used stuff. A lot of people get used. Tunnels. No. Yeah. I know I was watching something, somebody, another flower farm, bought a used tunnel and then paid like a Yoder's produce or they paid someone who puts up tunnels to just come put it up. So there's lots of different ways that you can work that too. If you find like a smoking deal or you don't have the bandwidth to put it up, you can pay the labor for someone to put up a used tunnel, which is an option. I looked at used Mm -hmm. for a little bit and, you know, because they've popped, they pop up from time to time where people have reached out. But I just like, I'm a little fussy. I mean, anal retentive might be the (laughs) more correct term, but like I want everything to match because of the way I have like a a public facing farm and that's maybe uptight. I don't know. I don't know how you would word it. I would be the same way. Particular. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I didn't want to start like having different tunnels and that's also part of the reason that I've gone with Mm -hmm. purchasing. So that's like the next option. So you could do you decide you want a tunnel, 
Do you want to do used? Is that the route you want to go? Or do you want to purchase a new tunnel? Mm -hmm. Which, Shan, you've done both. (laughs) I've always purchased new. And, you know, I, I farm by myself. So, I mean, I have employees, but like, I can't ask my my parents to come help put up a tunnel. Yeah. Like all of my farming friends who are so gracious and offer to come help. It's like, you guys are running businesses mm-hmm. too. So I've always paid them to come in and do it and just put it up. It's just way easier for me. It, it'll be the best money you've ever spent. And I'm just being honest. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. my, oh my gosh, this is, is amazing. And even, you know, yeah. even if you have a, a – even thinking about expansion, because if you're a forward thinker the way Lindsay and I are, like we, my initial tunnels, once those were out of contract with NRCS, I was able to pay to extend that tunnel. So now there are 130 yep. foot tunnels. So and there can be different warming zones. If you could heat half of it, there's a lot of different things that you can do. So really just consider that initial tunnel. Even it could be like a stepping stone, you know, to other things. You're going to catch the bug, man. You're going to see how much people love your spring flowers. And it's going to be a differentiator, which we talk about. How do you differentiate yourself from other flower farms popping up? And that spring crops is, in my opinion, a luxury item and a differentiator. So you're really putting yourself on the map with your customers that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Um, okay. So obviously the NRCS, we're going to have a whole episode talking about some of the benefits that we can get from Farm Service Agency and the NRCS. Um, so that we have an episode coming up doing that. So you can definitely, at the very basic level, reach out to your local NRCS agent and try to get them. You, and people say, I can't get a hold of mine. Be the squeaky wheel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, I really urge you to do because they're inundated. They're busy people. Yes. So you do have to be the squeaky wheel and just, you know, I know even sometimes I can feel like I'm annoying people, but I don't care. You have to be the the voice for your farm. So um, keep reaching out to them. And at the base level, they can come out, assess the area, and talk to you about what the, the high tunnel grant would be. Basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel so lucky because I have the best NRCS <laughs> yes. and farm service. I really mm-hmm. do. They're, that's who's going to be on our podcast. Yes. I, I'm very lucky. So I, I can't have that. But they will, they really will help you with that. And going to, we can put a link in the show notes to NRCS mm-hmm. for that, for the, we can put that in there. It's a federal program. So EQIP is what the um, high tunnel is mm-hmm. through. There are some counties, I know like Lake County, I don't know if they still do, but the Lake County in particular has their own high tunnel. There are so many of them up um, along Lake Erie that Lake County in Ohio has their own program mm. that they can run run high tunnels through. Um, Very cool. But yeah, there's a little bit of a waiting. Yes. There's a little bit of waiting period with NRCS. So if you do get approved with them, like it's not a instant thing. You can still keep that application. If you're not approved for funding, the application can stay in there and still like be in for the following year, um, just keeping in communication with them. There are, you are in a government contract. Mm -hmm. So Shan mentioned, you mentioned that about making changes to your tunnel. It's a three-year commitment to them that you have to produce out of that high tunnel for, I think, three years. Uh, A lot of the contracts, every contract is different. I had one that was a, there was like a habitat plot that was tied to it. Mm -hmm. There was cover cropping on one of them. So they're all different. Mm -hmm. And they'll work you through that, but it's it, it's honestly a it's a fairly fairly easy process yeah. to to do. Mm-hmm. There's no you yeah. know it's just paperwork, and they have to they come in and they check they check on you, make sure everything's still good with the tunnel yeah. that you're using it is the way they said mm-hmm. you've done the drainage. They have to sign off with mine that makes sure that yes. the drainage was approved. But it's a it's a pretty painless process. Mm-hmm. There should be if the agent's doing their yes. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we talked a little bit about labor. It's definitely worth paying for somebody else if you're someone else to put it up. And a lot of times with the NRCS, for me, I was able to pay for my entire tunnel plus the labor. Could I have gotten two tunnels for the cost of what NRCS is? Yes. (laughs) And that was a hard decision, but you just have to consider your bandwidth on that. But that was a very worth it cost for us. So, so the next step would be once you know where you're going to procure your tunnels, and you're going to need to know some of this too when, before you go to order, especially if you're getting an NRCS tunnel, you will have to identify your site and plot and everything. But some considerations about the where on the tunnel. Where are you putting it? High wind areas. We have a pretty windy farm and the tunnels, okay, 
again, another vote for buying a new tunnel and somebody else putting it up for you <laughs> is that they're put together so beautifully that they're, for us, we I consider us a windy farm and we've never had tunnel issues. We've never had the plastic blow off. We've never, the tunnel's never been blown away. My Craigslist tunnel has <laughs> about every two years. <laughs> <laughs> that plastic gun. It blows away. Yeah. This rips right off of the I can't. Oh, it, it, it's doomed. It's it's doomed. So <laughs> um you do have to have a pretty even slope. We have like a tidge on our one tunnel, like it's a little bit of a downward slope. So they might have you either grade the land to create like a flat area for the tunnel, but ideally it should be a flat area, which yeah. is, you know, not perfect for everybody, but you should be able to find yep. a spot. And things also to consider is like, do you, are you going to heat it eventually? Mm -hmm. Do you have access to electric? How close to water? Cause yes. that's a huge, huge piece for you. And then uh, also just relative to where your other um, farming space is, like, is it close to your house? You know, because there is maintenance to be considered mm -hmm. with this, not just, you know, maintenance. I mean, there's you know, sidewalls, then things that need to be greased, you know, there is yeah. maintenance with the plastic. There is management pretty much on a daily basis in the winter yes. with opening and closing tunnels. Mm -hmm. I have right now, I feel so bad. I have a three pound weight restriction. <laughs> That's what I'm allowed to lift. That is a pot roast. Oh okay. God, three pounds. <laughs> Three pounds. And that's like pulling, pushing, yeah. lifting, anything. I can't lift my arm above, above my shoulders. Anyway, so my employees are opening and Elizabeth lives basically on the farm. She rents from my parents. And so she has been opening. <laughs> I'm like weather management on a new level. <laughs> oh man, like having to understand like at what temperature do we cover? And we're going to actually talk yeah. about this. We're going to talk about in another episode, like the plants and then growing within the high mm -hmm. tunnels. But you know, it's a whole thing, managing those things every day, yeah. opening, venting so that the plant health and, you know, co with row cover in the plant. So it's, it's definitely, I know we're talking site considerations, but I do just want to say like, you know, you are something else. It is something else to manage, but I think it most definitely outweighs no doubt what you get in the spring, you know? Um, but my employees are getting a taste of what I actually <laughs> do in the winter. Wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, like holy crap! Like, you know, oh, just, even though it doesn't seem much, you're like out there cranking sure. sidewalls. It is. Down. It is. It's a whole other thing yeah. to even like. We've been caught like out in the middle of the day, and it was an overcast day, and it starts getting sunny, and we're like, we need to go through yeah. the tunnels, even in the dead of winter, because those tunnels yeah. they get they can get very hot, and especially if your plants are under row cover, they're even hotter, you know. So smoking. Yes. <laughs> so it's like Florida in the high tunnels when that sun's out. Oh yeah. <laughs> For so, sure. Yeah, there there's a lot and it, it's it is an anchor to your farm in some ways. If you don't it have is. somebody managing that for you, mm -hmm. you know, you're just constantly in monitoring mode cuz there's a lot of money, high risk, high reward. There's high value crops growing, so it is a source of like anxiety and nervousness of managing those and making sure that they're living happily to eventually bloom and, and make you money. So, yeah. And you also, I've seen other high tunnels and I don't, we don't use it this way. I mean, I use every square inch for planting mm -hmm. space. I use, are we talking about layout in the next, I like how know. we have our tunnels? We, we can make out. sure we add that. Yeah. Okay. We'll add that. Cause I, you know, I'm going to talk about different different ways you can use your tunnel. We'll add that to the next episode mm -hmm. because there are a lot of options that you can ways of, of doing that out there. So I did make the mistake though, that my first two tunnels, I planted them way too close mm -hmm. or planted. My gosh. Put them way too mm -hmm. close. I can tell you that 10 inches of snow <laughs> between 10 inches of snow between the tunnels becomes seven and a half feet. <laughs> Takes about eight hours to shovel it out and a bottle of Advil. Like it's that would you, was it two years? Yeah. It was not two, it was two years ago. I'm like, Dude, we've had crazy. Oh my snow. god, there's yes, we're texting each other like, "Are you shoveling?" <laughs> Remember this? Yes. And you're like, "Should we shovel?" We're like sending each other pictures and videos. The tunnel, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Our first two. Are the pressure too. you with these gothic style, they shed, mm -hmm. and then what ends up happening is that it builds pressure on the sidewalls yeah. up, and that it can push those the sidewalls in. So it's just, I don't know. Yes, I know. We dream of the day we can move that tunnel. <laughs> 
possibly. Yeah. Because at our next, our third tunnel is a tractor's width away from the other tunnel. So then Judd just so uses his tractor and he's like, oh, it's so easy. But that winter, Judd had a snowblower and would <laughs> he did it for like two days blew the snow out of you know like blowing it and then he had to blow it back you know all, uh, down 130 oh feet my God. misery it's i was shoveling oh. literally shoveling oh. for, and you're you're talking seven six and a half seven feet and i'm like shoveling this out because when you have that much snow it doesn't melt you know like even on the sidewalls when it sheds it'll be like you know, warms up to 50 and you still have two feet of snow on these sides. But I, yeah. So when I get this, when I get this fourth tunnel, I'm giving myself enough space to be able to get in between there. And like, I should try to find a picture from two years ago, the pictures that we sent each other, post that on (laughs) what not to do. I know I have a picture of that. I'm like, (laughs) OMG, like nobody. That's just a mistake. And I can't, I can't move it. Yeah. I mean, you just have to deal luckily, with it. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun thing. And then the snow builds up and it pinches the sidewalls. You can't vent them. Yeah. It's just, yep. I had, that was the year I went to Lowe's and bought a, uh, a propane, like flame weeder, <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. so I was like trying, I was like, can, can I, I just melt like it? melt it yeah. down? But then you're like, well, I don't want to melt the plastic, yeah. but I was like trying, then it just turns to ice. Yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> Oh, I don't can't even believe that. Don't let us dissuade you, though. <laughs> yes, but they're really good. Yeah, they they're are. really, they're really beneficial. <laughs> You'll have some good stories, yes. but it does. It comes with some management. It does, of yeah. That. Just like so. adding anything in your farm, new management pieces. But yes. it's definitely worth it, and the and the financial the financial gain and the the credibility in your customers' eyes and the ability to sell you know, to Flores, like my florist, they mm-hmm. love the spring crops. Like that's a ton of what we do. Um, it really does open a lot of doors. Two things mm-hmm. I just thought of, well, <laughs> that happened recently. So I'm like three days before I go into surgery and like right at Christmas mm-hmm. time and I'm eating at my kitchen table and I look out at the high tunnel and I'm, I said to Sean, is that a hole? And that I'm seeing in the plastic. And he's like, I don't know where I'm looking out. I'm squinting. And this plastic is just flapping. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, I just, <laughs> can I get a break? You know, I'm like flipping out. I'm like, I can't replace this. This plastic shouldn't even be like, it's not even ready to be fixed. Uh-huh. So you're saying you have never had any plastic tear. Well, that's what it is. I look out there and this, there is like an eight foot tear. Oh, so I'm texting him. Oh a farm friend, Adam. And I'm like, is this a problem? Like, is this going to keep going? You know? And he's like, yeah, you got to get that (laughs) fixed. So I, I'm like trying to figure out how to coordinate all of this. They replaced it. I called, yes, I SOS to the Yoder, to, to Roman. And, uh, he came and bailed me, put on some new plastic sooner than I needed to, but it there was no way, you know, I was trying to figure out because you could patch it, yeah. but Ugh. where it was torn mm-hmm. against the end wall and I have all of my ranunculus in that tunnel, ain't no way I'm risking that. So they repaired it, Aww. but there's just always, yeah. and something. then this is nothing, but like I looked out the other day and I was like, oh, there's a bird in the tunnel. It's closed up. It'll probably get out. I figured I'd open it in wall. I went in there. There were 10 Ugh. birds. Ew. I hate when birds get stuck. Cardinals. Ew. I was like, how are they even in there? Like I couldn't even understand. Yeah. So then I'm like running down, like walking down the edge, like Checking trying to shoot, get them out. Trying to get them out, you know, and there's like bird poop everywhere. Ew. I'm like, oh my gosh. So we anyway, just something simple, but yeah. you're just I was like again, just okay. An extra, it, it, it can Stuff. be a little extra headache. Yes. Yeah. We'll we could one. probably do like a do we have do we have any other like nightmare? Oh yeah, we should tunnel stories tunnel edition yeah that we could totally do that like for sure I definitely think of I can think of plenty plenty things that have happened (laughs) things you can learn from they learn from our horror stories I I guarantee after that Halloween episode they all get phone numbers of their brides now (laughs) who doesn't do that I mean that's basic oh my god anyway well 
Okay. Well, we've got part two coming. Part two. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're going to be talking about everything we do inside those things and how we manage them and all that, all that good jazz. So growing edition of high tunnel. So if we missed anything, if you thought, what else do I want to know? What didn't I, we'll throw that out on the, um, spill the dirt on our Instagram. So Instagram at dirt on flowers goes up on Sunday, Mm -hmm. pop those questions in there. We're going to do a spill the dirt episode on high tunnels. Mm -hmm. So like if we missed some of these things, which we always do. Yes. Yeah. You guys always think of really good things that we should have, we should have covered. Mm -hmm. So hit that with us. We'd love to love to hear from you. So if you're new around here, welcome. We're so glad you found us. I don't know how you found us, but thank whoever Mm -hmm. that was for us because we are very grateful. If you haven't heard yet about our insiders group. So if this is the first episode you're listening to scroll all the way back, we have so much content. We're to the point now where we're like, have we talked about that? Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah we did. I think, I think we, we talked about it. And then we're like, what episode? I don't know. Let me get back and try to find it. So if you haven't heard yet about our insiders groups because you're new, um, or maybe you've just been like on the fence about joining, this is like such a perfect time of year for you to join. You're a little bit slower. You have some more bandwidth. Every week we are adding to our content library. We are almost at one year. February is when we it. launched of tw- I know of 23. So we have a year's worth of content every week. We add something to the website or goes on the Facebook page. Uh, It's just a, it could be a download. Maybe it's an extra with one of our, um, our great uh, interviews that we have. So everything from marketing, growing tips, tips and tricks for weddings, we share it all with you. Plus a live zoom that we do every Um, every month, usually the last Thursday of the month where we get to answer all your burning questions. So if you have commitment issues, which I feel like I've had in the past, that's great. There's no long-term commitment. It's just $20 a month. You can join, consume it. You can drop out at any time, but we really don't want you to because we want you to hang out because the community of people are in there. They're amazing. They're always helping each other. People are generating ideas. They're supporting each other. It's a really good network of people. So we would love for you to join us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Dirt on Flowers and drop us a comment or a message because uh, we want to hear more from you because you help us get these get these episodes going. So thank you so much for being here. We hope you loved today's episode as much as we loved recording it. And as always, we'll see you the same time, same place next week. Bye.